4: Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: this world started on venice beach now he reaching the world he'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts super fly nice guy and pray if you need the word to the come on get ready for the star search winner and og three times this ain't no beginner whether you in your house you want your burger out to dinner on your job in your car turn it up it's a real michael talks to everybody michael talks to everybody michael talks to everybody you know what it is shawty michael talks to everybody
5: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Michael talks to everybody. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome. Now we dropping stuff over here. Let me tell you, this is going to be a special noise segment of our show because, you know, we've been we spent 30 minutes trying to get it quiet enough just to be able to do this sort of pass spec. So now we're about to start. We having fun. And that's the whole point of it. I love words. Words is my thing. Uh, that's how I make my living. I wrap them up in jokes. I do it in poetry and all kinds of forms and acting. I love words. And I think that poetry... Oh, it's the sweetest expression of the word. Today I'm gonna to talk about the power of the poetry, how you can utilize of your poetry and how you deliver it to uh, to send certain information to people, to change people's lives, to heal people, to tickle people, to lift people up, to inspire people. There's many things that I think we can do with our poetry, and that's what we're going to talk about. It's power today. Today, I am very pleased to have five great artists with me out of Chicago. Kate Love. Uh, Kate Love, the poet, is just a wonderful artist, and I have a chance to work. All these artists I've worked with, and all are excellent. That's why they're here. Secondly, uh, from down in... Uh, um. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Miss Eurydice, and Masterpiece, where are you from? Dallas. Dallas, Texas is Masterpiece, Then I got two fellas bringing up the rear. We got Kamal, because Kamal speaks, and Ramon After Six. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Uh, I just want to jump right into it. Do you guys believe that there is a power in poetry, or are you guys just, um, I don't know, artists and hobbyists or what? I don't know. I'll go ahead. I'm going to come right to you next year,
6: Eurydice. Okay. Yeah, I definitely believe there is healing power in poetry because not only do you get a chance to vent your inner feelings, but you can also use the, your experiences to inspire and motivate and encourage other people, you know, mm-hmm. because we all are, we all have relatable, um, we go through things and we're all related to each other through our struggles and through our experiences. So yes, poetry definitely has the power to do that. Has, have, has
5: a poem ever changed your life? Has it ever moved you to change what your ideal is that you want to do?
6: Yes, 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 yes. Tell me, has. when, what? Oh my goodness, when I saw Jessica, Jessica Caremore win Showtime at the Apollo like five times straight, and she went on to be the grand champion, I looked at her and I was so inspired by her and I said, you know what? I can do that.
7: I can do that.
6: I I, I want to do that. And so um, just her pieces, I think she did one about the Statue of Liberty that was just really just embodied beauty and the beauty of black women. And it was just it was just incredible.
5: So she empowered her empowerment, her superpower that was inspiration because she inspired you. You remember yes. that,
6: that you saw it five times. What? Yeah. Oh, she won. She won five she times. She won five times. She kept coming back to back and kicking ass and taking names, man. I'm trying to tell you. K-Love, you look like you know what she's talking about. You know that artist?
3: I do. It's crazy because I, I I, recently put this together for myself, but watching Apollo was a tradition for my family. Me, my mom, my dad, right. and my brother would all pile up in their room, and we would watch it every night. And I remember being like maybe 11 or 12, watching it. And I remember a girl that continuously won. And to me at that age, it just looked like she was up there just talking and she kept winning every single time. And I remember that vividly, but as a, as a, a poet, I didn't, I didn't connect the two. I don't, I don't think that that's why I started, but a lot of times things are subconsciously placed in the back of your mind and they sprout in different ways. And so now, you know, having met her and connected the two, I'm sure that planted a seed in some type of way. Even though I was very, very young, it's what you see as a child. Sometimes it just plants a seed, even if you don't know that the seed has been planted. So somehow somebody came around and watered it.
5: You know, I know that about me with Star Search. I used to sit on the floor in the kitchen of my auntie's house in Chicago and watch Star Search and I would watch them do comedy. And I know I was funny. I hadn't even started doing stand-up comedy yet. But watching that comedian made me say, all they got to do is be that funny for two minutes? I could be funnier than that for two minutes. And it inspired (laughs) me. It made me say one day I'm going to be on Star Search. But I never... I never said it to the point where I put it on a vision board. I wasn't even right. in vision boards yet. Uh, I didn't put it on a vision board or nothing like that. But I just said, man, one day I'm going to do that. I'm going to win that. And I forget about, about it. And I think it lay dormant in my conscience. And then later I wanted to do, went on to do comedy and then do comedy in the streets and evenings at the improv, you know, all this stuff. And doing street out in Venice, comedy out in Venice. And then it all came back full circle. And there I was actually doing it, not just doing it, but winning it, because you don't know how deep into your subconscious a thing will go. Kamal, you know this woman they're talking about?
8: Oh, uh, yeah, I know Jessica Kimo. I actually met her um, last year. Very dope. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know about, I'm going to be honest with you, like my, my experience with poetry is totally different. Like, I didn't even mm-hmm. know. I knew a poetry. I knew a Langston Hughes and stuff like that, but I never took to it. It wasn't mm-hmm. until like I wrote two poems like twenty years ago in jail, trying to keep my baby mother and and bag another girl, but right it still attacked me until I I told you mm-hmm. I wrote that poem sleeping in my van, mm-hmm. and say can poetry change lives? I I just lost mm-hmm. everything, what I thought was everything millions. I'm sleeping in my van and I write a poem, and that poem changed me. I felt more satisfying. In the biggest checks I was getting prior to that, after the completion of the phone. So if you could
5: label what that superpower is you, that derived from that poetry, what would you call it? Or could
8: you name it? Yeah, I can name it. It's called Change. Oh, it changed you. My it input on you. life.
5: Now, are you telling the truth? Because I can't think you're lying. Because every time you talk, thunder goes off behind you. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? How you got? Who has a thunder button in the house? I want to know who he hit the button. I'm sorry. So I, okay, I, that's the power. That's the power. Uh, masterpiece. Do you have a superpower that you could name from your poetry that you would think
3: being able to just craft metaphors? Like just words. I, I would. I say I'm a mathematician. Is what I say.
5: A mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> I like so,
3: that. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's that's my superpower. I, I I definitely know how to put words together and just I, I love words and linguistics. Um, and so you know, I do I, I do a lot of reading and, and mm. things like that. And I just I love being able to put words together. So I say my superpower literally is just being a poet, like just the art of words.
5: Wow. I like it. I like it. hey Ramon. This is after six, though. He's Raymond uh, up until the end. Ramon, after six. Uh, My man, welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome back. Is thank there a power, any much. superpower that comes from your poetry?
9: My superpower is a magician. Oh, you Because I imagine? believe that, yeah, I believe that words can, can, can do a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since I was small, you know, in, in public school, I, I, I loved reading. And sometimes it would take me to places I've never been—Hawaii, Africa, mm. or whatever. Just with, with reading. Um, yes. And, and for me, reading is reading poetry. Is hearing it with your eyes, and hearing it is seeing it with your ears. Ain't that deep
5: mm, and wide? So listen, I want you to drop one on us, then, brother. So hit us something that's deep and wide, uh, something that moves the people. That'll move you. Whatever you got Ooh, is that ready. Me? Yes, sir. Get ready. Yes, sir. Raymond.
9: Oh, OK. Um, years ago, Gil Scott Heron said the revolution will not be televised. But I know that ain't true, but they got cameras watching everything that we see, say and do. They got cameras on corners and cameras in cars. They got cameras in streetlights, cell phones and bars. Uh, you just have to dig it to dig it. The revolution will be televised. It'll be sponsored by huge corporations telling hella lies. There'll be a slight delay in the live action so they could try to edit the footage to their satisfaction. The revolution will be televised and talking heads will be debating what's the real cause. And all of a sudden, the government will want to pass anti-gun laws. There'll be special reports on every channel of the news. And depending on who you watch, you'll get opposing views. The revolution will be on 24-7, around the clock, streaming on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. The revolution will be televised. The revolution will not make you 10 pounds lighter or make you a pay-per-view MMA fighter. The revolution will not cure COVID, cancer, or the clap. But uh, it won't make you dance, sing, or rap. But it will make the people woke that it's been a trap, the revolution will be televised. The revolution will not be on family feuds, but your family will be in jeopardy. And just when you and your family are making escape plans, you'll hear that all-state commercial, are you in good hands? And speaking of hands, there'll be more hands in the pockets of the poor than ever before. The revolution will open your eyes to the fact that it ain't about white or black, but about rich or poor, and we the people ain't taking it no more. Because whether you're an adult or a minor, they'll shoot your ass down like that big balloon from China. The revolution will be televised. They'll have no choice. It'll be preempting shows from the view to the voice. And like Malcolm said, the chickens will be coming home to roost. And they'll try to distract us, with commercials from Kentucky Fried Chicken, Verizon, and Boost, the revolution, I tell you, will be televised. The revolution will be televised like it should, and BET will show the progression of the hood, showing how the KKK wore a hood, and whenever they did, they was up to no good, showing how Trayvon Martin wore a hood, and he died because he was in the wrong hood, Ahmaud Arbery killed while jogging in the wrong hood, It was showing all the black men daily departing. Kids losing their lives when they were just starting. Showing the void left by the Panthers, Malcolm and Martin. The revolution, I tell you, will be televised. The revolution will be televised, will be televised, will be televised. The revolution will be no rerun. The revolution will be live.
5: All right. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. That was probably the longest damn poem I ever heard in my life. This nigga said, Well, you want me to do two or three minutes? I said, Yeah, do two or three. This nigga did an 18-minute poem on a 30-minute show. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, sir. I want to thank you for that. Uh wow. Hey, I gotta keep going. Wait, I, I can't, I can't now nah, I gotta do one more before I go to break. Uh, Ramon Six, y'all. Uh his superpower was longevity. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> okay. All right. I got. I got to jump. I got to jump the break. I got to go to break, and then we'll be right. Black. Michael talked to everyone, and they talk back too. And some of them do poetry. Okay. We'll see you in a moment. Hold on. We got to sell something.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents.
3: what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean,
0: you
4: do? Yes. This is a show about women.
0: Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European Political Systems class at Baruch College.
4: Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare...
10: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back.
5: Hey, y'all, it's Michael Talks to everybody. You know, we talking about the power of poetry, how it can move you, how it can tickle you, you know, how it could uh, romanticize you. It's so much power in poetry, and uh, ooh, there's so many great artists. Masterpiece, Masterpiece, masterpiece. Where where are you out of right now? You said Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So what what, what How how do you feel like you can move someone with your poem? Can you build one's confidence? Can you make someone think, hmm, maybe I can do something that I thought I couldn't do before, or can you arouse me?
3: I can do I can do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can do all the things i i, I understand I, under, I understand whatever assignment you give me so
5: okay i want a sign hit me with something that you feel you that that shows the power of poetry
3: okay so as i said earlier um I, my my superpower is being a poet so i want to talk about that i'm a poet a means a source a force even mother nature requests forbearance i am a literary oscillator of words keeping things coherent the apocalypse and the revolution the juxtaposition of faith and science a miraculously ordained experiment an entire wave of brilliance that needs no circuits never needed a title my words are bigger than titles i am liquid earth in human form flowing through the alleys of mental backyards i'm a wild card a no holds barred type of lyricist but i hold bars called me a penitentiary pardon the deja vu this looks like something you've already seen before but i'm here because i got bodies without ever causing a scene i am the erasure of past iniquities reappearing in permanent marker i'm something like a barter system the way i exchange energies between me you and the screen you're gonna have no have me on notifications by the time everything is said and done i'm martial law the way i take over the stage people stop and stare in awe. i'm a student of martial Mathers. wordplay and mathematics when it comes to bars and beauty, I'm the baddest. Some say I'm a savage. I'm a pending patent. I'm a double entendre waiting to happen. I'm a dope runner. Born in the 80s, what's cracking? Haters have thrown so many bricks, I had to tell Griselda I'm the full package. I'm an unplanned pregnancy giving birth to metaphors. Pockets so deep, I was born with an entire repertoire. They said, she's must have been here before. I'm an oxymoron. A garden in winter. I'm a blaze, even in the most faint ember. I'm a silhouette with a tint. A sensei because of what my senses say. I'm a jack of all trades, but I mastered the trade and trademark my name in case y'all want to get cute and take my place. I'm an empath with a mind like a palindrome. The way I read minds, you're going to have to go back and rewind this entire poem. I'm an introvert with verses. Call me introverse.
5: See, I would name yeah. that superpower strength. I just felt powerful as I heard you reading. I just felt—I don't know if you noticed—that one point I was looking down at this, and all of a sudden, I just sort of, my whole body just sort of came up like that. I didn't have no control over that, <laughs> y'all. It was the power of the word, man. K love. Yes. You are love. Watching your work is so wonderful. Uh, I mean, all of you are here for that reason, all you bad motor scooters. But when I watch your work, it's such artistry, you know, you have such passion about it. What is what is the power that you feel derives from your great art?
3: I think my superpower is um, the power to undress people. And I mean that um, figuratively, um, I make people get naked and get honest about what they're feeling. You know, the the emotions mm. that a lot of people don't want to really talk about or mm. just feel shy when it comes comes to e- even if it's extreme, low self-esteem or even if it's praise. Some people are not comfortable with receiving that. And so I think my poetry kind of exposes that.
5: Oh, we. OK, OK, OK. I'm excited. May we hear one?
3: Yes. <laughs> all right. OK. You're worthy, even with all your woes. Even after all the no's, even after slacking on your goals and letting yourself go if he decides to stay or she decides to go, whether standing right next to them or feeling completely all alone. I'm talking with or without. Yep, with all your fears and all your doubts, losing bout after bout, no crew, no clout, hanging with yourself hate. Even after you've gained back that extra weight and lost your faith, even right now, wiping those tears off your face because you lost your place or aborted what God had gifted, even fighting through your addiction, withdrawals and shakes, I still look at you and say it with conviction, you are worthy after hiccups and mishaps, setbacks and set traps. Betrayal, rejection, anxiety, depression With all of your questions Confused, abused, used to being abused Even if the abuser was you It doesn't change this truth You are worthy just as much Even after the trauma of being touched The triggers, the niggas, the no-father figures The rumors, the tumors and such Just when you think you're not enough Because of something your own mother said your best friend did after doing your bid losing your job losing your kid losing your hair losing your breasts damn near losing your mind whether you dropped out got knocked out or copped out last time there's still something about you that's so divine look at how you keep trying Look at you still breathing after that beating, even if the rhythm is staggered. But here's the gag. Even if you never get back up, you are worthy because you, you do that human thing so beautifully. Look at you falling and failing, being brave enough to admit you don't know what to do right now. Doing you so dutifully, that gives you the right. To this life and second chances, it gives you potential and credentials. You are part of God's canvas, and obviously, God didn't think the masterpiece would be complete without the hue of you. So, baby, let your color be loud, be everything that you are, even if that feels like nothing right now. Whether happy or hurting, if you only remember one word of this poem, I pray to God that is worthy because you, even you. I so, so very worthy. Wow.
8: All right. Wow, well,
5: well, 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 well. Listen, I'm saying I find on that one, the, the superpower I find in that is empowerment. I was feeling more and more empowered as, as the words went along, you know, and then when you got like toward the last quarter, I was like, yes, I am worthy. You know, and if yeah, I can hear it, if I can hear the poem and you say it as though I hear it, like it say it to me, because that's how I felt like I was personally being addressed. Then it makes it easier for me to also to uh, uh to take it in, to own the ideals and the thoughts, because you send them in such a way that I grab that frequency and can flow with it. You know, so, yeah, I would say I would say worthy and definitely empowered by that. That was very very Thanks nice. So Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Eurydice. Yes. Now you know Bye. Eurydice, and I. I, <laughs> I do a shameless plug right here because uh, we own a restaurant. You know, I'm a restaurant tour now. My lovely wife has the number one soul food restaurant in Winston Salem, North Carolina, called Simply Sonia's. and on every oh, Thursday yes, Thursday yes, night yes. they have a uh, open mic. Is it open mic? It is yes, open it's mic. Open every mic. Thursday. Yes. It's Every, Every Thursday. Thursday, but it's majority, just as poets, right? Do any comedians get up? We had a
6: couple, well, it depends on how drunk people get. Periodically. <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs>
6: you know, it depends on how drunk they got. how many shots they have, you know. You know, it just depends, it varies. You know, we have musicians, Good. you know, we had a few musicians and singers, you know, last week. So it was, you know, it's a variety, a nice variety, but it is. Some we said it is majority poet. So yeah. Okay, well beautiful. And and uh Ramon
5: after six, uh, he's there as well. You know? Yes. And so uh here's the thing, guys. What is it, you're gonna see, what is that power that exudes from your poetry?
6: I think that my the power that exudes from my poetry is the uh, the uh, power to get people to listen. Because sometimes when folks hear poetry, they They think it goes all over their heads and they can't understand it. They think they have to be a scholar to understand poetry. And you know, people writing styles vary and they're different. You know, but my poetry is like in your face, and you have Mm. to listen to it. So okay, well, put some in our face. Let's just see, see if we have to listen. Okay, well, I'm going to do my signature piece. Yes, um, let's hear it, guys, tonight. And now, John Hancock.
5: John, John Hancock that was not a that was not a sexual reference that was okay, an
6: actual everybody. person well, all okay all right. <laughs> right oh my god <laughs> okay so this is my piece called Somewhat Selfish and like I said it's my signature piece and it's a piece I do whenever I'm in the hood or around some folks you know what I'm you saying you said someone so selfish somewhat selfish
5: oh somewhat selfish yes okay all right yes okay
6: Man, fuck your poems. Fuck your chat books, your websites, your CDs. Fuck your metaphors or lack thereof. Fuck your poems about love. Fuck your politics because you don't know shit. You watch the news just like me, so fuck the poems you write after you watch TV and fuck your lack of experience and fuck your false crusades and fuck that shit you spit and fuck everything you say. I'm sick of charlatan poets with this self-righteous crap. Throw a couple of lines together all for a finger snap. Fuck your false ambitions and fuck your misplaced similes and fuck your poems about Domestic violence and your fucked up family because everyone has one of those. So that's not uncommon. So fuck the poems about your daddy and fuck the poems about your mama. Fuck the poems you write about people that you never even met. Fuck the poems you get on stage to speak. But always manage to forget, I have to give it to you (laughs) all and I know I'm stepping on toes. So fuck your ups and downs and fuck your highs and lows. Fuck any and everything you ever thought you knew. Fuck your princesses of poetry and fuck your whole crew. I paid my dues, so you better show some respect. Remember who the hell you talking to and you best not forget that I'm true to this and I write about what I go through. I don't need to reiterate all the local news. I'd rather use my talent to inspire the masses, combine the classes, eliminate tax and kick some asses, oh yeah, and expose the snitches. So fuck you poor asses, bastards, and sons of bitches. Only dogs are bitches, although their bites are vicious. If you kick them in their ass, they'll eat some grass and throw up creamy and delicious. Man, fuck that limerick I just spit. Fuck you if you didn't catch it. Fuck your limited attention span and fuck your wondering mind. Fuck your judgmental thoughts. You're only wasting your time because I'm broader than your opinions. Therefore, I choose to believe it ain't another poet out there that can spit that shit like me. And Fuck your college degree. I'd rather have common sense. Fuck you if you can't take a joke and fuck you if you can't take a hint. If you don't like the words I'm saying, then come on and shut me up my parents are dead god loves me so i really don't give a fuck judge me if you like but the same will be done unto you i only have one personal savior and he is not you hell yeah i cuss a lot but his work in me ain't through so fuck your hypocrisy and everything you do because i ain't got time for no poetic buffoons i'm trying to change the world and do it fast and soon so you can keep your slams and keep your spit, keep your open mics we need them shits Let's see <laughs> <laughs> All right
5: you know, Very lovely. Okay, I'm going to have to say that your superpower Was the power of don't give a fuck That was the power, <laughs> <laughs> the power of the, don't give the a fuck The
6: field where I plant my fucks is barren Oh my that, god You <laughs> said fuck <laughs>
5: so much In that poem, I slid I on did. a condom Halfway through, <laughs> just in case I didn't know where it was going <laughs> Uh, oh, man. Uh, th- and and there's empowerment in that. There's empowerment for me in in yeah. the joy and the freedom of just saying, fuck it all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't let the world just shut you down and say, you can't do this. You can't do that. I said Facebook shut down one of my shows the other day and said that I was using uh, race uh, hate speech. I don't even do that I don't even talk like that I don't even think like that So it was so nonsense But they don't give you a place To even address it So you can't really address it You stuck We'd have called you something But you can't do nothing about it We your mother But you can't do nothing about it You know And it's about the freedom of expression And it was a time When I, I had to say When I saw that I don't give a fuck I know what, what show I do every morning on iHeart. My show is about energy, light, and power, connecting people with God. It's about humor. It's about everything but hate. It's about everything but anti-anybody. I'm not anti-anybody. I'm just super pro-me. You know, my mama told me, you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. So that's why I start. But I ain't being bad and acting crazy towards other people because they're different from me. I don't do that. But that's what that point is for me. Fuck y'all over there and. <laughs> Well, I ain't gonna say fuck you to Facebook right now because you know? I'm still I'm still trying to work with them, so I'm not gonna just be saying just any kind of old thing. You Facebook, I love, I'm sending your basket, I'm sending your fruit basket, Facebook. Anyway, no, it gave you the power, not uh, just don't give a fuck, and I like that because that's a sassy energy that also is empowering and is utilized in some places for, for great effect. So yay, yay, you. Last but not least, and I want to thank all y'all for indulging me and sticking around, and we gonna wrap it up together, but. The fabulous Kamau Speaks is it Kamau, go on, speak. And and no more thunderstorms, please.
8: Yeah. My power is life. And life is a story. I have the power to tell a story.
5: Mm, Okay, hit me with some life.
8: Her wash is cold. She shoulders the load of dirty clothes like if it was laundry. See, each garment is a form of torment that she's been through. Her wash cycle minstrel a bloody mess and she can't wait for laundry day to wash the pain away see she figures if her clothes are clean she won't remember the dirty things she can only see in her dreams she goes to the cleaners for her self-esteem see that dress she puts on when she's depressed needs to be ironed and pressed but don't press the issue the issues are skin tissue and she can't count how many times it's been through the ringer She's been soaked in society's confusion. Let me explain. She's been influenced to be a bad bitch when she wants to be a good woman. So she rins and rents and to wash it doesn't make sense. And she starts to question. She should she continue going to the laundromat every Sunday, screaming hallelujah, paying tides for tides, cleaning everything, but still feeling dirty on the inside? You'd be surprised how she hides the pain between her thighs in a clean outfit, and she's been taught not to let the hood soften her, so love can never be her fabric softener for that rough exterior, and she doesn't use a dryer, she lets her cries drip dry, her eyes, it's on its last cycle, spin before it starts again, but them tears will leave her scarred. and whoever would have thought doing laundry would be this hard,
5: <laughs>
8: all right, all right, all
9: right.
5: Oh, that was excellent, man. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What superpower did I get from that? The, the like you said, the power of the story. The power of of telling the story. That was a great story that you told in that. And, you know, I think that what we do as artists is all defined into four words. And this is whether you're a ballet dancer or a painter or, you know, you rap or play upright bass. It's just four words. Tell me a story. If you can tell me a story, you can captivate me. If you can tell me a story, you can sell me. You know, there's a book called uh, Tale to Win. And it tells that there's two ways to sell something. You could do a data dump. Well, you can just talk about what a thing is, or you could tell a story. So you say, these are some nice glasses. I got them for $10, but, you know, they sell these for $50. i am going to sell them to you for 5 and you're going to make a $20 profit. That's a data dump. You know what it is. You know what you can do. You can say, my grandmama wore these. My grandmama still had these on when she died in my granddaddy's arms, man. And he kept these right over the fireplace, he never wore them, but he always looked them, thought about my grandmama, and I'm going to sell them just because I have to, but I'm going to need 2000 if you look at it real <laughs> close, you see what that is. That's tortoise shell. That's hand engraving. It's made very well. But my grandmama, when she, when she made the potato salad, <laughs> oh, with the dumplings, with the dumplings on the side. She, and she's with these. Now you're going to sell it because what are we doing now? I'm telling you a story. And if I tell you a story, I hit you in your heart. If I do a data dump, I'm just giving you facts. But when I can move your heart, your wallet will pop out of your pocket. So we really want to hit people in their heart. That's the way that you actually win in the game of art. The game of art is for words tell me a story. And if you tell that story well, I'm telling you, people's arms pocketbooks, hearts, all will open up. Thank you for showing off the power of telling that story, brother, and thank all of you for being here and so gracious so wonderful and so wonderfully accomplished at this. Y'all really do this and make a living at it, you know, and it's because you put the work in. So as we leave, we're starting from the top and going around. Tell me what folks can find you at Masterpiece from Dallas, Texas. Find me on Instagram,
3: Facebook, and Masterpiece poet, and that's
5: where you can find me. Well, 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 thank you. I appreciate you more than I could say. Eurydice, all the way Eurydice. from Snake Naval,
6: Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no from... you're going to stop talking about Tay like that. You're going to stop doing it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I love my second city. Winston Salem is my
5: new home. Don't play. That's
6: right. That's How right. How can we find you? Um, I can be found on TikTok and Instagram at Broadjustice. That's B R O A D. J U S T I C E, uh, broad justice. So yeah. Yes, so broad justice N-S2. too.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. That's beautiful. Uh, uh, um, um, lovely. K. Love. Tell us how they find you. <laughs>
3: You can find me at K Love the Poet on Instagram, on Facebook. You can Google K Love the Poet. You can go to my website, wwk
9: Whoa, whoa,
5: whoa. If they can't find you, they ain't looking for you. They got a lot of they got a lot of ways to reach you. <laughs> Raymond aka Ramon After Six.
9: I like how you roll that R, oh, Michael. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Ramon after six. That's that's R-A-M-O-N. After the number six,
5: why do you look older than me? How old are you? <laughs> and I How just shaved and everything. I'm 62, man. How old okay, are you? All right, okay. I am I'm, older I'm, than you, right? No, no, I'm 66. I'm 66. But I was like, I didn't know where I talking to my granddaddy. But them glasses would give me. <laughs> now I'm over here. I'm over here. No, I'm just playing. I'll just oh, play. Right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ramon. You told us where to find you. And finally, come on. Come on, speaks. How they find you.
8: I'm gonna tell you how you can find me. First and foremost, you can find me through a movie, uh, uh Spoken True Pandemic of Words with the lovely K-Love, the dope ass poet, with the uh, funniest mm. man, Michael uh, woo, 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 uh Love and Hip Hop, uh, myself and OB West, another dope poet split star. Uh, find me with that movie. Also, you can find me on Instagram. Kamal speaks. K A M A L speaks. One on all platforms. You know what, Michael? I'm actually right after this. We're going. I'm going to shoot a pilot with Rodney Perry. Nice.
5: There it is. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate all y'all. Thank you very much. I appreciate the love and the energy that y'all give this whole planet with your great art. You're all five of you beautiful people, and I love you. Thank you very much. Hey, y'all, have a great one. Hey, y'all, it's Michael Talks to Everybody. I told you, I'm going to talk to your mama sooner or later. She called me the other night, but I wasn't there. Anyway, I got to go. Remember, life is a garden if you dig it. Keep God first, and it's going to be all right as soon as the swelling go down. I'm your boy, Michael Kaya, and I'll catch you on The Rebound. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael talks to everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram. Just under at, Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there. You can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my Cash App. That's dollar sign Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept Green Stamp Food Stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you've got some time left on it. And my morning show. Oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time. five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll
0: see y'all later. (laughs) Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.